Everybody, it's Jen here. Thank you for joining me on the Eclectic Soul podcast. The reason why Jen isn't here doing the intro is because this is a continuation episode of the previous one um, for the tea, the chat that me and Jen had. So we don't have an official um, introduction for this. So I just wanted to say hello and kind of give a little bit of an introduction. So if you hadn't listened to the episode before this, you would kind of know what's going on. Um, So basically, me and Jen had um, a discussion, just a nice relaxed discussion um, over tea. Um, But because it became so long, we decided to split it up into two segments. So this is going to be the part two segment. And the discussion is basically um, kind of like a game. So we took questions from the game, loaded questions, um, uh, just certain ones that we thought were interesting, and we mixed them up, and we drew numbers, and we basically answered the questions and had a discussion. Okay, so let's jump right into it. I just wanted to say hello, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on this podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. So, number four. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Number four. Why are you here right now? Why am I here right now? Well, I'm here having tea with you, having a question, a Q&A on our podcast, because this is something that we created. We both want to bring and... Um, some positive and some uplifting, some tangents, some love of the cultures that we like, and just bring a good time to people. That's why I'm here, and I'm here to spend time with my friend. So <laughs> You don't leave me anything to say. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to define everything about this moment. Well... You're you're here because you live here. Uh, that's true. I, I, that's the only reason why I'm here is because she shows up and I'm forced into this. No. Uh, no. So why why are you here? But the the thing is, is that there's nothing else for me to say. You've listed all. Well, of I can't help it. We think the, the po- same way. You already talked about the podcast already, so I can't talk yeah. about that. You already what? You already mentioned that you're here to spend time with me. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, other than then, we're using my house as a location. Because <laughs> we don't have our own studio yet, which one day we were, we're working towards that. I just got to win the Powerball or the, what is it, the, the uh, Megas, 300 and some million right now. If I could win that, we would have, I would have my sixth floor building and we would have. We wouldn't even be sitting here. No, we would be sitting in my place and you'd be like, okay, I'll be home when I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Because we would have a dance studio, we would have an exercise room, we would have a recording studio, we would have a studio to record the podcast, so we have mics to each of our mouths and not be yelling so everybody can hear us, and we would be making music and singing and just having fun. And have a spiritual store downstairs and a tea house. This, this is like makes you think of the other question. I know, right? <laughs> like, what was that? Like, the, if you had money, a limited amount of money, money, what would you be doing? Fuck yeah. that, I want money for the rest of my month. <laughs> yep. All right. No boys allowed. <laughs> Unless it's tame and shiny. <laughs> my husband's not allowed. Well, he's allowed because he's family. My son's allowed. And, and All right, now this list is getting ridiculously long. I know. Before it was and, like, and, no men's allowed. And, my, and now we're loading everyone in. And, and my son, Michael, in Korea is allowed. Oh, God. See, this list is getting too long. <laughs> Anyone that she thinks has a nice ass. Okay, so... What? <laughs> <laughs> Boo? Because you just keep adding people to your list. Uh, number six. Sean? <laughs> number six. Number six? Okay. What would you title your autobiography? I actually have a title for one already. Okay, well then what is it? My life as it is. As it was. <laughs> Your life as it is. My life as it is, as it was, and as I wish it was. Uh, as, <laughs> as I, I wish. <laughs> now wait a minute, it's been a while. As I wish it was. It's a part of biography, not a, a fantasy. No, it, wait a minute. It's my life as it. It's been a long time since I looked at it because I have some of it started. My life as it was. 
as it is and as I as I was hoping it to be or something like that. So it was about my past and then how where I where I was raised, how I was raised. I was raised from a single mom, then blah blah blah, all that and then um then how, how it was and then how it is it was from it picked up from when I became a single mom and then how I was hoping it would be would be would be like my last words of things I didn't get to do that I wanted to do what about you I don't know I probably wouldn't write an autobiography <laughs> yeah you probably wouldn't want those younger years spoken of my life as a Gemini. <laughs> My life as a Gemini. <laughs> yeah, people might think it's a horoscope. <laughs> Your twin personalities <laughs> of what I was and what I am. <laughs> okay. Anything Look else? at me and tell me who I am. Mm. That's the name of a, a song from Jekyll and I. Yep. Our tea is almost gone. All right. Do you want to pull another one? I, uh, didn't I just pull that one? Did you? I don't know. All right. It was four, right? I don't know. Because Do that's pull what I pulled. One? Yeah, no, you pull. One. You pull. Pull. Boom. Eleven. Eleven. That's on your page. On a scale from one to ten, how much do you trust people? On a scale of one to ten, how so much I trust we'll people? We'll say one being not at all and ten being like everybody all the time extremely. Um... There's only a few people I can trust. So I would have to say like a two. I don't trust many people. Sad thing is I'd probably have to say about the same. Mm. Yeah, there's just that some people funny. out there that you just can't trust. I, can't, I don't even trust people I know. Like that I personally know. I know a lot of people trust me because I have keys to their houses. Yeah. <laughs> so and I only go in there when they need me. Or need need to be there, so. And I think, and I think this question is is very big. You know, yes, I mean, obviously, broad. there's different levels of what oh, you're trusting yeah. people. You know, obviously, I think this is talking about like more of a deeper level of trust. Yeah. Like, you know, on everything you could possibly think of, not just are you going to watch my house or right stuff like that. Like trust on any level. Like, okay, well, have us. Giving someone a key to your home. Oh yeah. That yeah. that's that's to me that's an honor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um But I mean like you know, yeah. like when I go away and you know, like my neighbors come over and watch the bunny. Yeah. Like I would say that that's probably not a huge trust, trust. level. Because no. they're not living in my house. Right, right. Uh, yeah, they could come into my house or whatever, but I'm not really and I guess it depends. Some people have different levels of what's really deep for them right, and I guess right. for me that really wouldn't be a, a high level I mean yeah. I wouldn't let anybody do it right but again it's not like something really serious right no I get you I mean because there there's some people you just you can look at them and go yeah I can't trust you it's just a feeling you get you know I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I think it's just we've had so much stuff happening over our lives. You yeah. Know, where you just, oh, yeah. when you get betrayed by people who you know really well, I yeah. think that's what ruins it worse. Oh, yeah. Than, than strangers. Because you, yeah. you, you people don't trust, trust strangers. strangers. I mean, right. some people do, but. Yeah, right, no. But, yeah, it's, it's the people that you know, you think you know. Yeah, you think you know. You think you knew them, and they betray you. That betrayal, it, that destroys trust. Yeah. And it destroys trust. A little more to other people who we trust as well, because now we're like, well, I thought I knew them, and then they did this. Mm -hmm. mm, I need to reanalyze how I think about these other people. Yeah. And it could actually ruin that trust with other people. And one thing, I, my grandmother used to tell me, and a lot of people use this, and a lot of people throw it around on IG and stuff, that, that saying is... Um, Trust is the easiest thing to get, but the hardest to get back. Oh, yeah. That's true. So. And I don't know if you ever 100%, excuse me, um, if you ever 100% get trust back to the way it was. I think oh, you can I restore, so. I think you can restore trust to a point. Yes. It's almost like, you know, like a ladder or something, right, you know. Right, But you can't ever get it all the way back up to where it was. I don't think you can. I don't no. think you can because, 
there's always going to be whatever that trust that broke the trust, whatever that is, whether it was being cheated on or stolen from or just the most outrageous, cruelest comment that could have been made to you, something to that level, that will be the red flag. And if they approach that or come close to that, and then you tear that trust down a little bit more and like, okay, yep, this is a boundary here. Don't cross it, you know. Yeah. And there's some people, you know, there's some people I trusted and I'm like, yeah. But I, I think it's never. healthy. Well, it, it, to a point. Yeah, it because is. I think, and I think it's one of the most important lessons people learn in life too, is, you know, you can't have 100% trust. I think when you no. come into this world, that's what you have, right? Oh, like yeah. When you're a baby or, oh, you yeah. know, as a child or, right. you know, even as a teenager. Yeah. You know, depending upon what age you are when things happen to you. Right. You know, you, you, you just, you go into the world just 100% trusting people. You think that everybody has good intentions, everybody says what they mean, and the more you live life, the more experiences you have, you realize that people are people. And I don't think it's, it's part of that whole perfection thing where it's right. like, it's not good to 100% trust people and that's fine. It's, right. People are, have their own reasons why they do things. Right. And as long as you understand that person and mm -hmm. you understand their motivations, mm -hmm. you understand who they are deep down, mm -hmm. as long as that, that's okay and you understand them, I don't think you have to 100% trust that person. You have to be okay with the level that you know. Right. Because that's, that's the adult. Right? That's... Mm -hmm. Because obviously everyone's going to have different levels of what they'll... How far of a betrayer they will be. Or however right. you want to look at that. Right. right? Everybody has levels of that. And right. if you say that you're not, you're not ever going to betray somebody... I'll even say that about myself. You know... People are always going to have moments where they're going to choose something over something else. And you, right. might, you might be doing somebody a favor here, but you're betraying someone else over here. Right. So that's just the way life is. Right. You're not always going to 100% say and do everything exactly the way you say you're going to do it every exactly. situation. And so it's healthy to, to learn that. Right. You know, it's just you have to learn to almost kind of like pick your battles in a way. Where right. It's like, I can't associate myself with this person because this person has such a low level of trust, meaning that they're, you can't trust them even for simple things, you know what I mean? But this person here, mm -hmm. you know, I know what they're like, I understand certain situations, but they, I know that they're going to be, they're going to follow through in these areas, so that's okay, you know what I mean? And you just kind of, that's what you learn in life, is you go, okay, I can, this person... I can handle this person. My trust level with this person is good. Are they going to... Can I 100%? It's comfortable. Right. I, I can't 100% trust anybody. No. And you don't have to. Right. And that's good. That, right. You know, that, that's showing growth. That's, that's right. showing that you have experience and that you know what you're doing. You're right. recognizing people for who they really are. Right. It's almost like that dark side. Everybody has right. a dark side. We all do. Right. And that's right. where that, that trust comes from. Right. Right. You know, that, that dark side comes out every once in a while. Yes. You, know, you have to know people's dark sides. Right. At least a little bit of it. And and if you know that you can handle that, then you're fine, you know. So I think it's it's healthy to, to recognize that, you know, tr losing trust isn't necessarily always <clears throat> bad. It's a, it's a learning experience. Right. And, and not everybody, you, you can't go around trusting everybody 100%. And... Speaking of, of trust, too, I mean, children have to learn to be able to trust others, but they also have to be able to learn to trust themselves. Right. And I have a hard time with some of these schools now where everybody gets an award for participating mm -hmm. or everybody. Where is their trust level be, being designed for them, for themselves? If you're going to constantly handle, hand them an, an award for just participating... Or this or that, and it's not based on a come first, come second, come third thing, and possibly fourth and fifth, ribbon-wise. Mm -hmm. And you're not teaching them to fail. You're not teaching them to pick themselves back up. Right. Because that's where they need to learn it, is in those adolescent years. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to them when they get to be an adult? You're, you're teaching them not to trust their own instincts, because then they're going to feel like, 
when they start feeling that they can't never do nothing right, so they don't even trust themselves. And then they can't trust other people. It's a catch-22. Don't do that. I don't like schools that do that. I think schools should stay the way it was. If you have a first to third place that gives a, a medal, mm-hmm. and then fourth and fifth that gives a ribbon, or you have one through five that gives a ribbon, or only first through third, I think children need to know that even if they didn't place first through third, that they still did good enough. You give them the verbal mm-hmm. recognition, but it makes them to desire to be better enough the next time to want to achieve that first to third. It gives them the drive. It gives them the basically the ammunition to say, I want that the next time. I'm going to do better. I'm going to work harder. Mm-hmm. And that way when they're like in the minerals, I feel sorry for them because when they fail, they don't know how to pick themselves up again. And that's hard if they don't have someone in their corner saying, you got this, you can do it. How are they going to hold trust to themselves? But they're not. Right. So psychologically, you're destroying these children's minds mm-hmm. by not it's giving a, them the fantasy. tools. It's a fantasy. Right. They, don't, they won't know how to handle situations. No, they won't. So, next one. <laughs> you're like, I'm done. I'll find <laughs> box. I know. You. I'm on my soapbox. I'll get down and I'll grab another one. Ugh. Number seven. Where is the most romantic place to meet your true love? Where is Seoul, Korea? <laughs> no, you have to be specific. Um, like, you actually where, have to design the actual situation and place. Where would be the most romantic place to, to meet? meet? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what you're thinking, so I'm just saying it. Yeah, actually, well, I'll edit that part be, out. It, it could be anyone. No, but I know that that's what you would prefer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Get out the scenery and the sights. Getting little snacks, you know, minding my own business, and then bump into him, like, at a food place or something. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. Kind of very... It's it's definitely very real. Yeah. Like, you totally, I could see that happening. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, who knows, maybe there's only a few tables left and we offer to share a table because there's a family that's behind us or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't mind sharing a table yeah. with someone. I've done it before. Because, you know, if it's crowded and they need space and there's a family that needs a table to themselves and I'm sitting at a little booth, you know, I don't care. That's how you meet people. Yeah. You know? But I think that's kind of, I don't know, I like that because I think that's that's like the way I would want to meet somebody too is yeah. like through the mundane kind of things. Yeah. Um, I probably would pick more of a secluded just well, because I'm private, I'm a private person. Well, I I mean, it wouldn't be in the most popular place. Yeah. It'd be, you know, a little... No, I'm not saying there's anything right. wrong with what yeah, you said. Just, I'm just talking about... Yeah, just, you me. know, out and about, you know, checking out the sites, just... Yeah. I would yeah. probably say, like, maybe, like, in a library, like, or... You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm, like, a very private person. Uh-huh. So, to me, like, a place that's quiet, mm-hmm. um, where you're just doing something for yourself, like... Reach. Yeah, you'll buy your like if you're by yourself yep. on the beach just yep. sitting or yeah, just yeah like I said me. a library reading or even just like if you were in like a coffee place or mm-hmm. like in a booth in a restaurant or mm-hmm. uh, something like that where you're just sitting by yourself yeah. and you're doing something kind of contemplative and reflective mm-hmm. that'd be and then boom. a cool place to meet somebody boom yeah 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 kind of like that yeah just out doing yeah yep okay. Was that me or you? I, 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 don't, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Number 12. Number 12, is that mine? Yeah, that's on yours. Okay. Um, if you had to spend the rest of your life in one location, where would it be? And I think it means like literally in the same place, not like a country or a stage or something like that. It like literally means like we're in my house right now. If you had to spend the rest of your life in an actual location, where would it be? Like the same location for the rest of your life. Not your house. <laughs> well, no, I was oh, using okay. it as an example, like like a place, not not like Korea or you know like But that's a location. Arizona or something like that. That's, that's I think it means more specific, like an actual location, like like a physical place, like my home in Seoul. 
Or you could just say Taylor's house. Taylor's house. <laughs> I know, but Taylor's penthouse. For the rest, can yeah. I can I say that too? Can we could all just live together? No. Can I be like your maid or something? No. You maid. <laughs> I'm totally fucking <laughs> it. Hey, if Damon can do videos on cooking, I can do this fucking uh, hair. I would have both I'm of you. I'm not cooking. You I'd be like, okay, I'll be cooking and... Just, and I will be wearing my French maid outfit. I will, I will fucking go... kill you. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, by then, I will have lost the weight. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> this, is a, this is a fantasy. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Number 20. I don't know why I'm pulling these. I keep pulling them more than you. What has always been your lifelong dream? My lifelong dream. Well, okay, so is this like the dream that you wish your life was? Or is this just like in reality what you think your life would be? Your lifelong dream. What was, like, what has it, I would say it has to be reality. So whatever it is that as you were younger and even until now, what has been that long life dream that you wanted to achieve? I don't think I've ever had one. Really? Like I've changed my mind so many times on like where it's my, my prerogative. <laughs> what direction my life would go in. I don't think, uh-huh. I'm, I don't know. Like now I'm just, I'm just more into just being happy really and not really having a direction. That's because you're more awakened. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, with reality, I mean, yeah, I would love to say, you know, having more money and stuff like that would make mm-hmm. things easier. But I don't know, like, I don't really have a dream. It's kind of boring. I mean, I, I know that's kind of a boring answer because... Did you used to have a dream? A, a one that you really wanted and then, you know, changed your mind from? I, I mean... The only, like, real goal that I had, like, actual physical goal, Mm -hmm. was I was going to be a marital therapist at one time, like, when I was younger. That's Mm -hmm. what I was going, that's what, like, my whole plan was. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I'm just, like I said, I'm just more focused on, you know, just... Being happy. Yeah, just just being happy and being able to enjoy the time that you have. So that's your long life dream right now. You just want to be happy. Yeah. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't I mean, if I worry, had, you know, if obviously if I had a dream. Right. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> and I don't mean like the fantasies. No, I mean. But let's a say real like if I started over. You like if I started to, to over. Achieve. Like if I started over and uh-huh. I knew all the things I know now. Mm-hmm. And I could live my life a certain way. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't change a lot, but. I would say, you know, if money was not an object, right? Because this is a dream, right? I think I would do more. I think, because I, I really, I mean, I think I would use music more. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not really into the whole performing thing. Right. It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that is just, I think, you have to really train yourself to do that. You know, you have when you're younger to mm-hmm. to to do that. And I never really kind of went through that. But I would just be happy just creating music all of the time and having a place to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, we talked about the studio and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, just just being able to do that freely without ex- any expectation. And just sharing it and not expecting anything. Right. And, you know, I don't know, just having this kind of artsy kind of outlet... And not having to worry so much about where is money coming from and what am I going to do for my job, you know what I mean? Because then you have so much time to devote to these things that you really enjoy. Right. And I think that would be, like, if I had an actual dream, that would would be what it would be. Like, a, 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 a fantasy, but yet a realistic fantasy where it's like... You know what I mean? Like, you could do that mm-hmm. if you figured out a way, you know? But it's not plausible, really, because I don't have the money and time to yeah. do that. I hear you. So. Oh, long life dream. I always wanted to be an entertainer and a writer. And what happened? Um, Entertainer-wise, um, I don't think I can handle the limelight. I, I know I'm not a limelight person. 
I I'm okay in the background. You're very you're a very sensitive person. Yes, I am. Extremely I think you sensitive. would be overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, now writing though, I wish my writing would take off more. But now that I'm older and where I am now with everything else, I my my as of right now, if I can have my own spiritual store, that's what I would want. Mm -hmm. Where I yeah. can sell oracle cards and tarot cards yeah. and offer you know people to have people there that could do readings for people and to offer the little nicky knacks and stuff mm -hmm. um for buddhism and whatever culture it may be in the store christian catholic whatever candles uh incense all that stuff just so that when people walked in they felt a harmony and a peacefulness that they could carry with them when they walked out. Mm -hmm. So, and if they wanted to learn something, that maybe we could hold classes. And so, and I think what I really would like to do is start doing people's natal charts and mainly neurology, their mm -hmm. names and their stuff. I, I think I really want to do that more now than ever because I need to make some money if I want to go places and do things. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm gonna need a new car soon. So I can't I can't rely on anyone else to get a new car. So I have to find my own way to get it. So these are just the yeah, they're dreams. Dreams can become reality. I just have to manifest everything. Yeah. So it's all about putting that good energy out there. And it's getting dark in here already. I know. Wow. Nineteen. Nineteen. 19, what would you like your famous last words to be? Because I'm a romantic. Mm -hmm. I don't know specifically what I would want my last words to be, but I would hope that they would be something along the lines of expressing love. In some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just a line that, you know what I mean? Something. My famous last words were words that I started to say to others in 2006, and I still kind of use them. Blessings, light, and love. Blessings, may your life always be full of them. Light, may God shine his light down upon you and keep you safe from harm. And love me. You always know that you are loved by me. Those are my words. Those are what I want to be remembered for. Next. Uh, 2016. 16. Um, if you one. could travel back to the past, what date would you go to? And what one thing would you take with you? I would take my memories. Mm-hmm. And I would go back to my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And change me. I think I would change everything. Mm. Almost everything. Um, I think I would... I think I would be more bold. Mm -hmm. I would not have... A lot of the same friends that I did. Obviously, there are certain friends that I still that I made before high school that I I would still be friends mm -hmm. with. But I think I would make different decisions about who I was friends with, and I would change my personality because when I was in high school, I, I would think I would take the personality that I have now and I would apply it to high school. Mm -hmm. But I think I would even try to take it a step further, and just be a little bit more risky mm -hmm. in high school. I was I was definitely very more risky when I was out of high school. Right. But I want I want to take that and I want to bring that to high school. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that will change a lot of what happens later as well. And as long as I can keep my memories, I'm not mm -hmm. I'm still learning the lessons that I did in my previous incarnation or whatever of that mm -hmm. first time around. So I'm mm -hmm. not losing the life lessons that I that I went through. Right. It's like I'm almost like applying them and kind of redoing it. Yeah. I get that. Hmm. If I could turn back. 
I was thinking that in my head when you were talking. If I can find a way. So if you could travel back to the past, what date would you go to and what one thing would you take with you? Oh my god, this is hard to say. Oh, I don't know which one it would be. Well, knowing that my son is a twin, and I have him, and my daughter stopped developing a four and a half months gestation right around the time that my Oma passed away in front of me. If I could go back and take anything with me, I would take my son with me so he could meet his grandmother. My son of his age now and take him back so he meet his great-grandmother and talk with her and get mm -hmm. to know her and spend some time with her, even though it would be a time that she, you know, she was sick and dying, but at least he would get to see the woman who I admired a lot. Mm -hmm. And he would get, you know, he would get I mean, it, it would be, I would have been able to have a picture of my Oma, my mom, my son, and I, mm -hmm. which I don't have. Mm -hmm. I have one of my grandfather, my Opa, and my mom, and my son, and I, but I would have liked to have had that, so it would have been a, a nice thing, mm -hmm. so that would be the only thing, so... Your turn. We need to move past for the sad stuff because I want to cry too only much. Only one more. Only one this. more after this? Ooh. Eight. That's on you. Knowing what you know now, mm -hmm. what one thing would you change about your high school career? This sounds like... <laughs> high school career? Well, I think they, they, they're they thinking of, you know, high school is like a career when you go through it during mm -hmm. that time. So I think they just mean, what are you going to change about high school? Knowing what you know now, what specific things would you change? Mm -hmm. What would I change? Well, see, I belong to our club. Um, ah! <laughs> <It's my> feet, <laughs> and I think I would have fought more to be a part of um, the music part. I was in choir, but I was a majorette, and they wouldn't let me be a majorette. But I was a majorette from the time I was in sixth grade, and knew how to twirl a baton, a flag, and a rifle. But they they really didn't. I got to be a flag twirler, but they wouldn't let me be a majorette. So I think I would have fought for more of what I wanted. Um, and I think I would have really pushed to have more of the higher educated classes. Um, what we called POD. Not POD. Um, they call them something else now. But back then they were, they were class at, uh, uh, as um, college prep classes. I would have wanted been in more of those, like for my math, yeah. for I was in um, American history, which my American history teacher did not like me because he kept signing that Columbus. I say Columbus did not, did not discover America. Let's not go down there, and he was not happy with me, and um, and like my POD and economics, I wish those would all have been in the college prep. Because I, I was smart, but because I, being tongue-tied up until I was 15 years old, I thought I was 14, but I actually, when I actually looked at the calendar, I had my tonsils removed out in, in 82, mm -hmm. and my adenoids, and I was a sophomore, so, so I was 15. And so, um, yeah, because <clears throat> I graduated when I was 17. Well, yeah. But, um... So I was 15, so I was tongue-tied. So my English classes were atrocious because I couldn't speak properly. I had, no one really could understand what I was saying. You know, some words were correct, but, and they could get it, but 
I, and it, because I couldn't speak properly, I had a problem with the, um, like, I couldn't say a sentence properly. So because I couldn't say a sentence proper, properly, I couldn't um, understand, like, the run-on sentence or I couldn't get the phonetics of it. So mm -hmm. I, it was harder for me to learn. And so my English teachers didn't like me and they didn't, they didn't like the fact that they had to do extra work to help me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do so well in English. And my junior English and senior English teachers really disrespected me and mistreated me and used me as examples. And then my senior English teacher actually took my journal that I wrote every morning, made copies of it, and gave it to people that I actually had written in my journal. And he wouldn't even give me my journal back. We were supposed to... I don't even know what my grade was on my journal. He failed me. Wow. So... Yeah. Wow. I think he didn't like the fact that I said, um, yeah, it's pretty sad when you come to English first period and your English teacher is taking his professor classes or doing his professor homework because he was going to be a professor in English. And it's like, you don't even get to have time to even ask questions and stuff. And it's like, you know, it's like, whatever. Okay, don't teach us. It's okay. That's what I thought I was here for. But yeah, I think I would I would like to have taken more of advantage of the college prep classes, and maybe you know it would have just boosted me enough. Fuck English, but yeah, some of my teachers didn't like me. They they just they didn't like it because I didn't take crap from people, mm -hmm. and they sure and and they sure didn't like it when I would just leave in the middle of the class and go because I can hear my brother yelling for me. And go defend my brother. Mm -hmm. They really didn't like that. Miss Sullivan, where are you going? Um, my brother's calling for me. He's screaming. I have to go. You can't. I said, watch me. <laughs> I My brother yelled for me. I went. I was his protector. You know, mm -hmm. I, I had to. And when I no longer went to high school, my brother was removed from high school and put in night school. Just so he could finish school without being bullied. Because we both were bullied. I just didn't care that they bullied me, but I wouldn't let them bully him. So, I get it when people are upset and they're being bullied and they're being mistreated and not getting the respect that they deserve. Mm -hmm. I may not understand completely what that is they're going through, but I know what it feels like to be mistreated. And it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And the level may be different, but I, I get a gist of it. So, but yeah. What about you? Um, I wouldn't really change anything about high school as far as like subjects go because mm -hmm. I did really well in high school. Um, I think the only things that I would probably change about high school would be I would have liked it if Brian was in choir. I know that's not really me. <laughs> Brian was never in choir, believe it or not. Are you kidding me? Mm -mm. He but in, he can sing. I know. He was in band. Oh. I was in choir. I was in choir the entire time I was in high school. And I was in the advanced choir. There was only ten people in that choir. You had to audition. And I had to get up at five in the morning to go to practice every day. I was in there for three years because he couldn't be. you couldn't be in it when you were a freshman. Oh. So I think he would have... Really, really excelled. He would have really liked it yeah. if he was in choir, and I think it would have changed some things for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, uh, talking about choir, I think I would change how I approached it. Mm -hmm. Looking back now, I there's just some people in choir that I was just like, I let them get away with things too much. Oh. Because... You know me. I right. don't say. I'm really, I, I, you know, I'm a quiet person. Right. But I'm a lot more bolder than I was. Now. Like, now, I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'm quiet, but I don't let people get away with things now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a lot more independent and ornery, if that's the right word. Yeah. But when I was in high school, I was not like that at all. Yeah. Phones went silent. Well, it just went off. That's weird. And it 
Anyway. Somebody's trying to get a hold of you. Um, I was very timid in in high school. And a lot of the reason for that was because we talked about that before. Right. The experiences that I had in school, I just right. didn't trust people because I don't pe- people, you know, they showed me that they don't care about you. They just care about your appearance. Right. And so I just, by the time I got to high school, I just kind of just wanted to get, I wanted, I studied on my, my, uh, I, I was somebody who focused on school mm-hmm. and my mom was a teacher. So, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you got good grades, you were going to go to college. That's, I didn't really care. And I had friends mm-hmm. that I had known for years before I got into high school. So I didn't really need to like go out of my way to do anything out of the ordinary. And so choir to me, I was a musical person and I liked to sing. So I, I was in it because I enjoyed it and I didn't push anything. I didn't. Right. I didn't, you know, when, when certain people who were really annoying and really, you know, thought that they were amazing and great, I didn't say anything. I didn't try to compete. I didn't do anything. And I just kind of sat on the sidelines and let them do whatever the hell they wanted. Mm-hmm. If I could go back, I would not allow that anymore. Yeah. You would stand up for yourself and you would put people in their places. That's a good thing. So, yeah, that's what I would change. Last one. Okay. Twenty-two. Let's try again. Um, if you were a teacher, what subject would you teach? Well, I kind of am, sort of, but... Mm-hmm. If I was a teacher, I don't know if I could pick one thing. I hear you. I mean... I'm not going to pick one thing. <laughs> Alright, so I guess, well, I, I've i already taught people how to read tarot. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 obviously that's there. Um, I've taught people how to read Leonard Mond. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would also... I mean, I I like helping people. So teaching, I, you know, just one subject to me doesn't really, you know, I'll teach whatever anybody needs help with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to incorporate music in somehow, some you know, teach music or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe someday I'll teach Korean. I think that would be very interesting. But I'm, awesome. you know, that's a long ways away. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. I actually would create the class and want to be the the teacher of this class and the class that I would want to create would be based on home skills um not just home ec and sewing but I think in today's world especially when there is only maybe one parent at home I think children should be taught to clean mm-hmm. how to clean properly um, I don't think it needs to be an elementary school. I think it needs to be middle school through high school. Um, life study, life skills mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. where they are taught to clean up after themselves, clean a bathroom thoroughly, wash clothes properly, um, cook, mm-hmm. um, maybe sew. Um, a lot of people don't sew anymore, but maybe to learn at least the basics of sewing if they have to sew a button on a shirt mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I think they need to learn how to do better hygiene of themselves. Um, and then also throw in skills of how to talk and communicate to, a, to whomever, your roommate or a girlfriend, or your parents, or something. Skills that are not taught mm-hmm. in a classroom that is math, or, you know, arithmetic, English, uh, social studies, science, stuff that is taken and put into their home life when they have their first apartment or living in college, that they are learning and know how to handle things when they're out on their own. Because sometimes if you're a single mom or a single dad and you've got two or three kids, you may, and you're working a job or possibly two, you may not have time to sit down and 
go ahead and really teach them how to do it. And the stuff that they are doing is half-ass. Mm-hmm. Because I hate things being done half-ass. Yeah, it drives yeah. me it's nuts. Virgo. I know. And I, I just, I taught my son how to do his own laundry. I taught my son how to clean. I made him clean his own bathroom. I made him do his own laundry. And my son keeps his place clean. Um, does he keep it clean to my cleanliness level? No. And he will laugh at me for saying it because right now I, because I live with my parents and I am told often that it's not my home. It's really hard for me to be myself in there. It's really hard for me to take the initiative and take control and clean the whole house because I want to majorly overhaul the whole home and I can't. And so that drives me crazy. And I'm like, eh, but it, it, I think children, well, like I said, preteens and teens need to learn this. That way when they do go off on their own, they can keep their college dorms somewhat tidied enough that it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's cleaner than what it would normally be. It's respectful for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that they, as long as they keep going with those skills, that when they do get in a relationship or they do live with their buddies or their girlfriends, and um, they get a place, and they're all working, and but you know they each have their own bedroom, but they're sharing a home or an apartment with, that they can keep it clean and not rush around to try mm-hmm. to make it look presentable because they're going to have company. Yeah, that they actually keep it clean and it keeps them healthier. I just and that they know how to communicate. I think that's something that kids need, mm-hmm. I, and I that's what I would like to do. So there you have it. <laughs> anyway, so that's, we are that's the last one. Yeah, we are done with our questions. We hope you guys enjoy um this Q and A. Um and um we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us and join us. Um if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagrams, on our email, and um I'm slowly working on that website. I swear to God. I, I, I Trust me, I know you all probably... I'm getting sick and tired of hearing her say it. Well, if you only knew what I was dealing with. I'm not a website designer. And links, I have a really difficult time. And I don't have my son to sit next to me. So I'm learning all this on my own. Um, but we will... Be able to communicate with each other via Facebook, email, or Instagram accounts. Um, reach out to us. Throw us some questions to have for us to answer in the next podcast. That would be great. We don't mind. Um, we do have our podcast. Uh, oh, I almost forgot what I was saying. Our uh, Eclectic Soul podcast music list on Spotify. Um, it is collaborative, so if you follow Jen or I and you like what we have on there and you would like to add songs that you like, that you think that we would like or you want to share with us, please do. Um, we don't mind. Um, we don't care what genre it is. We would be happy to listen to what our listeners like and enjoy, and we like to learn new music or hear new music, so that would be awesome. And who knows? We it might be a song we like. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know what else to leave you with, but maybe um, as I said earlier, um, blessings may you have them abundantly. Light may whatever you pray to, whether it be God, Jesus, the Creator, the Universe, may He shine down or She shine down on you and keep you safe from harm and love me you know that you are loved by us and that we are here you can reach out to us if you just need a friendly ear to listen and until next time blessed be everybody yes blessed be thank you for joining us for our tea yes it was good tea <laughs> we still have some tea left and it, we're sitting in a dark room <laughs> It's been a long time, but thank you. Bye. Bye. And if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is eclectic soul podcast. 
Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is Eclectic Soul. And our website is eclecticsoul.org. Jen? If you want to reach me, my personal website is musicandmystery.com. My SoundCloud is the SoundCloud page, the soundcloud.com slash jennifer-feltman. My Facebook is at Music and Mystery, and my Instagram is at Music and Mystery. And if you would like to reach me personally, my Facebook is at Just Call Me Jinjin. My Instagram is at Call Me Jinjin or Look for Goddess. And my Twitter is at Jen Sullivan. Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.
Anyway. So that's, we are... That's the last one. Yeah, we are done with our questions. We hope you guys enjoy um, this Q&A. Um, and um, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us and join us. Um, if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagrams, on our email. And... Um, I'm slowly working on that website. I swear to God. <laughs> I, 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 trust me, I know y'all probably... I didn't get sick and tired of hearing her say it. Well, if you only knew what I was dealing with. I'm not a website designer. And links, I have a really difficult time. And I don't have my son to sit next to me. So I'm learning all this on my own. Um, but we will... Be able to communicate with each other via Facebook, email, or Instagram accounts. Um, reach out to us. Throw us some questions to have for us to answer in the next podcast. That would be great. We don't mind. Um, we do have our podcast. Uh, oh, I almost forgot what I was saying. Our po- uh, Eclectic Soul podcast music list on Spotify. Um, it is collaborative, so if you follow Jen or I and you like what we have on there and you would like to add songs that you like, that you think that we would like or you want to share with us, please do. Um, we don't mind. Um, we don't care what genre it is. We would be happy to listen to what our listeners like and enjoy, and we like to learn new music or hear new music, so that would be awesome. And who knows? We, it might be a song we like. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know what else to leave you with, but maybe, um, as I said earlier, um, blessings, may you have them abundantly. Light may whatever you pray to, whether it be God, Jesus, the creator, the universe, may he shine down or she shine down on you and keep you safe from harm and love me you know that you are loved by us and that we are here you can reach out to us if you just need a friendly ear to listen and until next time blessed be everybody yes blessed be thank you for joining us for our tea yes that's good tea <laughs> we still have some tea left and it, we're sitting in a dark room <laughs> It's been a long time, but thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my God.